I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Do you have trouble making friends as an adult? Yes. No. We have a family member who always says that she has trouble making friends. And my wife is always telling her, hey, you've got to make an effort. Yeah. It's not like school anymore where you were just thrown in a classroom with 30 people and you're going to hit it off with one or two of them. <laughs> and this other person is like, well, I don't know how to do that. So I decided to try to find out the answer for people who are having a hard time making friends as adults. Because you have tons of friends. I have over 5,000 friends. Exactly. <laughs> I'm pretty successful at this. On Facebook. But uh, I will go so far as to say that my wife is even better at it than I am. She's great. You want to hang out with her. If, if you've ne ever met Tom's wife, she's just like, that's some person you just want to hang out with. Well, and even with that, she says, I have to make an effort. That's how it works. And it's not that hard, though. Mm. But you do need to accept that it is going to take deliberate effort on your part. Now, knowing that, you need to do the following things. Okay. Be proactive about it. Don't assume the person you want to be friends with will automatically invite you to things. You need to invite them to things. Oh, I thought she was going to say, <laughs> invite yourself to their things. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. That would work, too. <laughs> yeah, I heard you're having a party coming up here Saturday. What time I need to be there? <laughs> what do you want me to bring? <laughs> Another thing is you need to branch out. Look for friends that maybe have different ages or backgrounds than you. As you get older, a 10 or 15 year age gap matters less and less. So you could be friends with someone older or younger than you, oh, too. I am. Yeah, mm -hmm. I got a buddy of mine that's old. Older. How Much old? Older. older. Uh, about 10 years. Okay. Older. Yeah. I have friends out of college yeah. and friends that are retired. I do too. I do. So, yeah. I mean, and we all I have got some fun. younger friends. <laughs> Funny side note my son asked me the other night, well, Dad, what are you going to do when you retire? And my wife says, he's going to do exactly what he does now. Nothing. <laughs> he's going to come home and play video games. The only difference is he won't have to come home yeah. first. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, Quinn, I retire every day after the show. I'm retired. Wow, you're proud. Oh, that's funny. Okay, uh, another thing. <laughs> that's, that's something you don't want to say to make a friend right there. Well, I wasn't <laughs> trying to. Yeah. I'm just going to play video games and not hang out with you. Okay, <laughs> so here's another trick to making friends. Promote or upgrade people to friends. Think neighbors, former co-workers, even co-workers or old friends you've lost touch with. 
you may have people you already know that you just need to reach out to. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you just make a big ceremony about it? Just like, oh, you know what? Attention, everyone. Attention. I'm now upgrading Tom as a friend and a friend status. <laughs> hey, Tom, didn't you try to uh, reach out to one of our coworkers and she stood you up? Who was it? Mm. Oh, Tori. Yeah. Oh, that's so rude. I didn't even know who you were talking about. Right, Jay, I was right. over here wanting to know the drama. My wife and I were like, yeah, you know, you and John are new in town. We'd like to go to dinner with you. Here we go and again. they're like, they even made a date with us. They're like, yeah, we'll go out on this weekend. And how many times have I invited y'all back out? Hey, None. let's get another day scheduled. None. And you go, sure, let me check my calendar. And then None. crickets. You not, not you don't schedule through me. You schedule through my wife. I'm going to. I'm going to text well, Jamie after the show. Do that. But don't ask to check her calendar. That's not good to ask. Yeah, you yeah. just need to invite her somewhere. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Let me also, check the calendar. This is a great tip is join a group. Volunteer groups, church groups, mommy groups, carpools, whatever you oh, gosh, can. No, please. <laughs> Okay, well, like for my wife, a great example is she loves to set up carpools so she doesn't have to take or pick up the kids every day of the week. Well, then she gets to know that person that she's carpooling with, and eventually they either become friends or not, depending on their schedules and their relationship. But that's a way to meet people. Does it have to be a group you join? Can you join a club? Because I'm in Sam's Club. (laughs) (laughs) I suppose you could make that work. One of the meetings. (laughs) Every day, 9 to 5 or something. I'm in the happy hour club. There you go. Which is where you can actually meet a lot of people. You just walk into a bar by yourself and sit up at it. I've done it. You can meet other, all the other lonely drunks. The problem is sometimes you don't remember them afterwards, though. Yeah, but, you know, sometimes they'll remember you when you go back in. You oh, yeah, did I meet you last time? You know, I used to go out when I was single, and Hawk was not real into going out and partying. So I would go by myself, and sometimes I would go, back then it was Emerald City back in the day. Oh, my God. And I would walk in there. I would walk in there with a suit on. I would walk up to every table and introduce myself and talk to them. The girls knew I wasn't hitting on them because I would spend five minutes and go to the next table. And pretty soon, I was kind of like a fixture there. Yeah, most people thought you were a waiter, though. (laughs) (laughs) My friends and I were in the VIP area looking down. He's like, is that Tom? Is that I'm like, God, why is he wearing a suit to a club? That's that's a great thing. Hey, I'm I'm your server tonight. (laughs) I I never was asked to serve anything. They didn't think I was a server. They thought I owned the place, (laughs) I think. All right, well, there are some things. And finally, don't take it personal if it doesn't work out. And don't hold it against the person either. Everyone's busy and overwhelmed. Sometimes your stars just ain't lining up. It's not anything personal. And it's probably for the best if it doesn't line up. And I have to tell myself that a lot. (laughs) Don't take it personal. Okay. All right, we're going to make a friend today. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, you know what? You're going to love this conversation. Every time it comes up, I think about Kato. Okay. (laughs) It is so funny. They asked teenagers what they practiced before they went out on that first date. I hate you. <laughs> well, you know what? And it's not, it doesn't necessarily have to be the first date. No, it's it, when you go out. Okay, when you go out sometimes. And we'll get to Kato's in just a second. Because no, we it, don't have to. You know what? We don't, we don't have time. Go <laughs> no, ahead. No. No. You know, uh, you remember we'd practice like kissing our pillow or we'd kiss, you know, the right. mirror. Got or, right to Kato. Or we'd kiss our hand. No. Uh, do you remember? And then your brother or sister would, would catch you. And they'd start laughing at you because, you know, it was so embarrassing. You looked ridiculous when you did that. My sister caught me in the pillow back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> we broke, we yeah. broke up after that. 
The pillow or your sister? <laughs> the pillow. No. Come on. I'm like, from like, Tennessee, but, Tom. But you know what? Like any amount of practicing is going to prepare you for that tongue being shoved down your throat when you get that first one. You're like, whoa, what was that? I almost threw up. Yeah, or you get your braces caught. Do you ever get your braces caught? You ever kiss someone I, else with braces? I had. Uh, yeah, when I had braces, and I didn't understand that because I never did. You never got caught. Uh-uh. Okay. Okay. I, this whole thing is rather weird to me. Is this like your experience, Tori? I never kiss anyone with braces. Um, well, I'm just about kissing in general. Your first kiss. You practice kissing. Yeah, the pillow or mirror. Uh, don't bring the mirror into this, okay? Mirror. We had a very good relationship. Never talked back. <laughs> okay. I don't believe that for seconds. <laughs> um, I never practiced kissing on an inanimate object. You didn't date until you're 20. Oh. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> that was church camp, Tom. Yeah, church camp. <laughs> You're very logical. So you may not do these things, but well, this... They didn't make sense to me. Here's what they did admit to practicing when they went out on a date. Kissing was the number one, like rehearsing away, I guess, you know... <laughs> uh, it's, it's hard to really describe, but, you know, when you have, like, marks on your mirror... Yeah. Um, <laughs> what did you learn from that? You, you pucker up and stuff like that. I mean, because you mm. couldn't stick your tongue in through the mirror. Yeah, you will logically never be able to break down this conversation. So let's <laughs> yeah, just move so on. Move on. <laughs> Rehearsing what, what you're going to do when you ask someone out. That's what they do. Like the way they're going to ask them out on a date. You know, you see that in movies a lot. Yeah. They'll, they'll talk, talk to, to them. themselves. Yeah, and, like, or it's like they're talking to somebody I've, else. I've never done that. Yeah. The talking part. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've actually done that, but I did it before I asked my wife to marry me. I practiced the, oh, the little okay. speech I was going to give. Yeah. But to me, that made logical sense because well, yeah. I wanted to deliver this line that was pretty well thought out. I mean, it was a performance that traveled across the southeast. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Two shows. Yeah. Traveling yeah. shows. Yeah. <laughs> Tom was on tour. Yeah, <laughs> was his marry or his engagement tour. I forgot what year. So I but. asked my wife to marry me in front of her family. They yeah. were having a Christmas thing, and right. so then we didn't say anything. And I went to Florida and did the same thing again. Repeat performance for my parents, who didn't know that we'd already gotten engaged. <laughs> so they thought they were seeing it for the first time. Oh, yeah. got to re- rehearse those lines. Get them right. Did yeah. You, did you have a coach standing by the side to try to help you remember it? No, but I think I did better the second time. Well, so this is why we practice apparently kissing before we go out on that date, rehearsing what we're going to say to someone to ask them out on the date. This is where you come in, Cato. <laughs> Smiling. <laughs> Not yet. You would practice your laugh, wouldn't you, Cato? Yeah, <laughs> Not yet. They admitted to smiling is what they would practice their smile in the mirror. Oh, now, me Kato, too. Well, okay, but Cato's is a full-blown laugh. He would look at the way he'd laugh. Because I'm always laughing. <laughs> Ask any friend. I'm all I'm constantly I'm never in a bad mood when I'm out. Just ever. demonstrate, though, like if you're in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Different one. <laughs> <laughs> you crazy. <laughs> oh, maybe I do talk a little bit. Yeah, you do. I don't do it anymore. You made me self-conscious of this. Okay. Now I just don't laugh when I go it's out. It's all right. It's okay. These people are admitting to it. <laughs> what do you practice before you go out on a date and people admitted to dancing in front of the mirror? I do that on a Friday night. <laughs> if I'm not going anywhere and hanging out at the house, having yeah. a drink. This is one of those moments when you realize we're all a lot more different than we think sometimes. Sure, yeah. But normal. I'm normal. Because I, I would have never <laughs> crossed my mind to do most of these things. But you got that full-length yeah. body mirror, and you can like practice your dancing. Now, you don't want to practice, I don't think, slow dancing, because that would be weird, especially if somebody caught you. I have a body pillow. <laughs> I was going to say, you guys are making out with a mirror. What's so bad? about dancing with it 
Uh, oh, well, it's heavy. Give me enough wine. Miratory and I will have a good night twerking. Uh, uh, in the kitchen by okay. herself. This is when you really find out you're different than I other know, people. I just imagine Tori, like, <laughs> with a full-length mirror twerking, uh, practicing uh, the twerk. Get some. Uh, uh, but you know, Tom, I don't even see oh. you doing this because your personality, you pulled something. <laughs> <laughs> personalities are different. I have an upbeat, funny, humorous personality. Do you, or is it just what you've practiced in front of the mirror? You know what? I've, I've become good at it. Okay. Uh, well, just imagine Tom twerking in front of the full-length mirror. <laughs> I, mean, I don't see it. I'd like to see it. I just would, too. To see what it I, would. Like. I would just like to see that. Yeah. I, I want to see Tom a Tom twerk. I want to see him laugh. Yeah. <laughs> I do all those things, just not in front of you guys. Well, this is when you do it. We're a, we're a show. Come on, Tom. You got this. I just need someone to give me a reason. Twerking Tom. Go ahead. Knock it out. We'll have a TikTok before you know it. I don't think you understand what I'm saying. Okay. I'm saying if I'm going to laugh, I need someone to be funny. We're not wanting to laugh. I want you to twerk right now. I'm not going to twerk for you. Then we'll all laugh. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. You'll probably go to at least one of these this holiday season, but you may not know why it's named what it is. Okay. We've heard it called Dirty Santa, Yankee Swap, and the White Elephant Gift Exchange. I'm offended. People get into big <laughs> fights at these exchanges, and for those of you who are living in the dark ages, it's a party at Christmas usually where you have a bunch of gifts and you get to pick one, unwrap it, and then decide whether to steal someone else's open gift or to keep that gift until someone steals it from you. And your goal is to be last in the exchange there. Right. The, yeah. the farther down you are, the less likely it is someone will be able to steal your gift from you. Now, some people play where after all of them are finished, the very first person gets to go back because they don't ever get a chance to steal. So you can be the first person's the best place in yeah, that case, okay. yes. Yeah. But the gift you get is probably going to be stolen. Our family doesn't don't even play Dirty Santa, but it seems like it sometimes. <laughs> Why don't you guys play? <laughs> it's so much fun. Uh, I just get bad gifts. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, here's the reason it's called the White Elephant Gift Exchange. No, we don't call it that. Okay. We don't either. Yeah. Well, never mind then. <laughs> okay. But you do, and that's okay. A lot of people do. It's not just me. Okay. It's a believe it or not, that's uh, the whole thing was created because of the white elephant. So what uh, this comes from is the historic practice of the king of Siam, who, which is now Thailand, by the way. He was known for giving rare albino white elephants to people who had displeased him. <laughs> the reason he would give them the white elephants is that they would often go bankrupt trying to keep the elephant alive. Uh, the upkeep on a white elephant was apparently quite a bit in the back in the day. It took more food than most 10 villagers would eat. And so when he gave someone a white elephant, it was actually a huge burden on them. And so they did not want this gift. It was a gift that no one wanted. Well, that doesn't make sense for the game, then. I don't like the way... Well, it was a bad gift. It's like when someone gives you, like, let's say a pet. You, there's a ton of responsibility and all the, the story. Oh, okay. All right. I mean, but the game yeah. is you're stealing the best gift. You're not trying to... Well, but yeah. But most, most of the it's, time, they're, they're all bad they're all gifts. Bad gifs, yeah, yeah, you're just stealing the best of the worst. Like you're you know, trying to find some macrame owl or something to give somebody. Like, what can they do with that? 
or something that's so yeah. silly. Because you'll be out sometimes at an antique store or something, yeah. and you'll go, oh, my God, that would be great for a white elephant gift. See, I don't think so, because once somebody picked that, they, they're stuck with it because no one will ever steal it from them. Yeah, we always tried to do good gifts. Yeah. I mean, you kept it under a certain amount, but it was you're trying to give somebody a good gift. Yeah, and one of the gifts we might stick in a $50 bill to make it the best gift out of the good gifts, but still you, you've got good gifts you're fighting over, not just the owl. One time <laughs> I gave a picture of me. Like in the eight by ten frame, but under it I put like a hundred dollar bill. See, that's all. <laughs> but no that, one knew it because it was behind my picture. So they kept trading it out. And the big reveal <laughs> was, hey, look behind my picture. You and don't so. get that <laughs> traded out though, Tom. Do you understand how the game goes? I yeah. think so. Yeah. It sounds like what, you don't because they per, created the white elephant game and they gave him a bad gift. But once one somebody opens a picture of Hawk, nobody's going to steal that. So that person will get stuck with it. The fun of the game is stealing back and forth. One time I got a bottle gonna, of vodka, and that was super fun. Everybody kept trying yes. to take it. Mm-hmm. Well, my mom was trying to get that picture of me back. The whole I would have tried to oh. get it, too. Oh, thank you, Tom. You're welcome. Oh. Let me tell you the legend behind Dirty Santa. He didn't shower after going to deliver all the kids' toys one night. I don't it was believe a stinky that. Santa. It's not on Wikipedia, for sure. Do you understand how the game's played? No, apparently, I do not. Well, Santa is stinky and dirty after he has delivered all those toys, and he needs a shower. You know, apparently, there was an episode of The Office in which they did this. They called it Yankee Swap. Did I would they? imagine that's probably a pretty good episode. That's offensive. Well, they're um, in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was offensive about it? Yankee, you can't say Yankee anymore. I'm they sure do have can. good candles, though. Yeah. Oh, they do. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they call it Secret Santa. That doesn't, oh. I guess, because you don't know who gave the gift. Right. You don't. Mm-hmm. But you don't switch with Secret Santa, right? I thought you did. I think that's another name for it. Didn't you tell me that your grandmother's church broke up over a Secret Santa? <laughs> yeah, I was going to actually tell you a few things like that. Now, here's some other names. Shifty Santa, The Grinch Game, Thieving Elves, Snatchy Christmas Rat, Cutthroat Christmas, Redneck oh. Santa, <laughs> okay. and Kamikaze Gift Exchange. Oh, my God. Well, hopefully you offended everybody with that one. <laughs> and my grandmother did split a church over it once. Yeah. She, my grandfather was a preacher, and mm. she got so upset about someone stealing a gift from her at the White Elephant Gift Exchange yeah. that mm. it caused a huge throwdown, yeah. and several members of the church got upset with each other mm. and went to different churches after that. Yeah. And it was a mess. Okay. So you got to think that's a pretty powerful game. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That should have, you know, drive people to church. Which not, part? Not split up the church. <laughs> oh, they drove there for the gifts, and they yeah, left yeah, mad. I understand. But, you know, mm. what's funny is people get mad because it's not that the gift is all that great. It's the principle that someone would take what they knew they wanted, and that person was so mean. Here's another good Rawr. trick for you. In, um, my cousin did this one time. I had a, like, a stack full of gift cards, but had used all of them except for one. And so he said, one of these still works. So you go into that place with all the gift cards, like let's say Cracker Barrel, and give it to the person. And so I, there's, no, there's no money on that one. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Really? Because I would yeah. not try to steal that from anyone. Really? Well, yeah. you don't know it's like that, right? Yeah, there's one of them that works. But what, like there's but what like did a $40 he tell them? one that works. 
What? What did he tell him about? Did he say, oh, one, so of, one the- of these works, you're going to have to find out which one. So you have to go through all these restaurants and try to use all these gift cards before one actually works. But you don't say that during the game. You yeah. say it at the end of the game with the winner who got that yeah. gift. Yeah. Yeah. So they thought they were getting a yeah. bunch of gift mm-hmm. cards that worked. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. dirty. Yeah. 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 That's, that's dirty Santa. I would think with the price limits, you would know there's no way all of those had that money on yeah. them. I still have a pair of Tom's Tidy Whities from one year I played with him. <laughs> wow. I, I wanted to steal them back, but I couldn't. I couldn't get rid of them. Uh, wow. They don't fit. <laughs> they were dirty. <laughs> <laughs> That's a dirty Tom game. <laughs> dirty white elephant, if you know what I mean. Oh, I think no, I do. They're, they're tidy whities It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, do you experience kindergarten behavior in the workplace? <laughs> That's a dumb question to ask in here. <laughs> I mean, honestly, no. I don't think we reach kindergarten levels oh, most day. Preschool. Yes. <laughs> well, the room is a bit cold today and a little testy, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Let's find out. They asked people, did they experience kindergarten behavior in the workplace? 55% of workers say they've had to deal with a whining from a coworker. Boy, don't we in here? Yep. Wow. So uh, the co-worker's whining a bit. They've experienced it. 44% of the employers say they have had workers tattle on one another. Mm-hmm. They've tattled on uh, Tattletailed? I don't think tattled. we've done that. <laughs> no, you but I don't. I don't think... Not on each other. Yeah. But other people. Well, yeah, when they don't <laughs> do their job. I'm just waiting on nap time. You know what? You, you, try, you actually try to... Uh, I guess, navigate a nice way of saying it on email, and Tom's the best at that. Well, that's where reply all can be, both your friend and enemy. Okay. But if you write something correctly on a reply all, it can make someone else get in a lot of trouble. And then you tell them later, I did not realize that was reply all. I am so sorry. A lot of times here on the Hawk and Tom show, if one of us gets in trouble, all of us kind of gotten in trouble. Because yeah. we've said something stupid, like one of us says something stupid, and then all of a sudden someone sends an email, and then we're all in trouble. I love when they get y'all confused, and they're like, how could Hawks say that? I'm like, hmm, that was Tom. Yeah. <laughs> I giggle, too. <laughs> <laughs> all right. 46% saw a colleague pout after being disappointed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we've definitely pouted. <laughs> okay. And they say coworkers become irritable after not getting their way. They're going to say something about that. 27% say they actually saw a colleague throw a temper tantrum. Oh, wow. <laughs> we've had temper tantrums. Yeah. Yeah. We've gotten think, better. Yeah, we've gotten better. We used to punch the walls and punch oh. the, yeah, there were <laughs> lots a, of things. It was a punching bag at one point. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, we have seen some very bad behavior, like, in our building. Not necessarily in here so much. Yes. You remember the crazy guy that just up and was... In our face at time came into the studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was yeah. That? And then when we stole, someone stole a mug or something, and the crazy lady came in and just started yelling. It was oh, and the guy fun. that got in a fight with our general manager. Yeah, yeah. Wow. at so, a Christmas party. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we worked with some crazy people. Yeah, they quit that open bar back then. Yeah. I know. That sucks. <laughs> okay, thirty percent report they witnessed a coworker storming out of a room. That's reasonable. We've seen that out of a meeting or something. Someone oh, gets yeah. also upset. Yeah. So, uh, do you experience kindergarten behavior in the workplace? Twenty-three percent say they have seen a coworker refuse to share resources with others. Hmm. It's kind of <laughs> like covering their own paper when you're doing a test. That's my stapler. Don't touch it. <laughs> <laughs>
Mm-hmm. I wrote my name on the stapler. And I, <laughs> Kato, I, I like, lost it. Well, because Tom steals everything. Kato no. has put pretty much every. He's put his name on everything. Yeah, because he'll just walk and yeah. take things off your desk and not return them. He, he, and, <laughs> and then he loses land, them. And it's like downstairs. Like, what is my stapler doing down here? Yeah, and like Tom's this like is not no one's name on it. Tom, you're, right, you're you right. have to admit though. You have stolen a lot of stuff, like scissors. No, that is a lie. We, we, we haven't had scissors in years. That because is a lie. No, it's not. It is a no, lie. No, it's not. It is a lie. It's not. I never steal anything. Sometimes I borrow stuff and forget <laughs> to put it back, but I never walk <laughs> in stealing. and think I'm going to steal this. Unintentional theft. <laughs> okay. Uh, and you know what you guys are? Yeah. You're the co-workers not sharing resources. <laughs> <laughs> We're also tattling, too. Because it's not your stapler. It's the company's stapler. I hope stapler. the boss is listening remember you stole the food out of the fridge yeah that's not stealing yeah when if it, it doesn't have a name on it it's not <laughs> yours okay you need to put your name on it <laughs> the other day i had a co-worker he was in there and he goes i said what are you looking for in the fridge downstairs he goes well i had some food in here but it's gone honestly I'm like, go check with tom <laughs> we need a teacher in here right now this i mean we're, we're sitting there talking about how we act like kindergartners at co-worker and no, i just want don't. to say something to the listeners <laughs> they're lying right now i am a good human being and i would never do the things they're saying if they're a regular listener they know you're all in detention <laughs> okay <laughs> Forming a clique at work, 32% said that. Well, you've obviously done that this morning. <laughs> <laughs> and starting a rumor about a coworker, 30% have done, done that again. one. Again. Hold on. If, if it's true, is it a rumor? <laughs> yeah. And then finally, uh, do you act like kindergartners in the workplace? 34% say they've seen a colleague make faces or mimic someone behind their back. That was one time. Or <laughs> <laughs> uh, use that one finger and you just send a little message? I was scratching my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> we think we're funny. I don't do it behind anyone's back. Well, that's true. That's true. I'll do it to your face. Is it nap time, though? I think we're, we're a little grumpy right now. I'm not sharing my blanket with you. Oh, gross. Yeah. I'm like, don't act like you didn't want if, to. If I pick anybody to nap with in here, it's not going to be you, okay? <laughs> <Pickle> boy. <laughs> Apparently, we do act like kindergartners, y'all. There's not a line of people behind you, either. We're a great example. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. You ever see those stories about a kid who has done more by seventh grade than you'll accomplish in your whole life? Yeah. And you feel em. so annoyed. <laughs> and on one hand, you're happy that we have smart people like that doing stuff for us. Why, sure. But on the other hand, it makes you feel useless. Uh-huh. You feel like a waste. Hmm. You know he's got to be the teacher's pet. Right. <laughs> I mean, if he even has friends. Or she. Just sure. saying. Okay, Just well, saying. True. <laughs> well, this one does happen to be a 14-year-old, and it's a girl hawk. Oh. Um, she just won the okay. 3M Young Scientist Challenge, and she has invented something that they say could change certain parts of the world. It's a set of headphones. Okay. Um, but what makes it special is they're not expensive, and they cure mid-ear infections in children wow. with blue light. Oh, okay. Hmm. So you have a set of headphones mm-hmm. that you can listen to music on, and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm listening to music. Yeah. But meanwhile, it's also curing any ear infection that you have. And they say in parts of the world where there's not good doctor coverage and there's not good health care, mm-hmm. 
like the United States. Um, <laughs> that, was yeah, that, that was funny. Um, but they, these kids are wearing them anyway to listen to music, and now they can also cure any ear infections they have at the same time. And it's not expensive, mm-hmm. and it's brilliant. And it's, um, I mean, they're, yeah. they're like, this kid has come up with a great idea. Oh, it's changed her life. She's going to be uh, uber rich now. <laughs> Maybe. I, I guess. I would assume she should. But what's sad is that kids like this never get to enjoy childhood. Well, <laughs> I don't think they get to get out on it. You know she's not out on a playground playing with her friends. But she don't know. She don't well, know she's that. She'll realize that she's when she's older old. and be depressed. And All the other kids playing on their bicycles. She's in the corner like E equal equals MC yeah, squared. Yes, I and mean, double this of, and round up. What kind of life is that? You tell how smart well, I am. Well, a lot of people don't know. I mean, they don't realize. You know, that's their thing. They 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 do well in that one area, and they and and they excel in that area. So they don't realize they're not out with their friends playing. You know, riding a bicycle. What's sad is that you guys, you're like the bullies. You're like the ones telling no. her that her life is not that she's missing out on the world, and she's looking at you going. I'm having a great time. I'm solving problems and helping yeah, people. Yeah. No, what's sad is the team of researchers we have across this planet with all the money and technology right there in their grasp, and yet this little 14-year-old figures it yeah. out by herself. But and that's not something like you figured out. It was a clever combination of using things we already had. And the thing is, those scientists will take this idea from her, yeah. and she may not get anything out of it. He'll say, here's your nickel. No, we're going to go sell it for a billion dollars. She actually got a $25,000 cash prize, that's a all. special mm-hmm. trip, and the prestigious title of America's Top Young Scientist. Wow. 3M awesome. Company is going to be selling the headphones and making several billion dollars a year. That's what will happen. What, <laughs> do, what, what do things can we do to combine to make something really cool? You know, like, a, you know, maybe a headset that can clean your ears too instead of, you know. Well, if you turn any headset up loud enough, it will clean the wax out well, of your it ears. It just kind of vibrates. <laughs> you might be out. <laughs> Um, That's awesome. She's smart, and Mm -hmm. I I appreciate that. I I think it would be... It would be uh, awesome know, if we could do that, Hawk. How about, I got something, okay? Uh, bicycle pedals on a toilet, and you uh, hook the toilet paper up to the bicycle pedals, and it, like, spins it out for you. i got you. bad news for you. Well, You're not going to win any awards with that. Well, you have to get some durable toilet paper for it to work. Are there some kids that just that need to stay on the playground? <laughs> <laughs> That's just a thought in progress. Okay? I thought you were going to say it was how you flushed it. No, no. And that would have made some sense. You're like, oh, I got to flush. Pedal, 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 pedal. I'll give you some of the piece of the pie there. <laughs> I don't want any of that pie. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.